Welcome to another episode of Trap Talk. Today, we've got our co-host, Richard Marshall Jr. Uh, welcome to the show, Ricky. Thanks, Zach. How you doing, bud? So you're in a hotel room tonight, huh? Yeah, I'm down here in San Antonio for uh, HUI Nationals with my college team. So it's uh, uh, I've been on the road um, a little bit. So Yep, yep. I, I know you have. We, uh, we just got back from uh, Florida at the Silver Dollar Sunday night. And I know yep. you, uh, you and uh, Justin Wyatt drove back from from Arizona, correct? Yeah, Justin Wyatt, myself, and Tyler, we left after uh, Wyatt's handicap shoot off Sunday at six p.m. And we pulled into Justin's shop in Gibbon, Nebraska, at about two ten p.m. Monday, and then Tyler and I had another two hour drive home, uh, so I could get back for college practice, and then repacked and got on an airplane yesterday and flew here and here to San Antonio last night. And we started competing today. So well, so, sounds like you're pretty busy. Um, I, I definitely want to ask you some questions about the ACUI stuff, but before we get into that, I yep. wanted to recap a little bit about Arizona state shoot and the Southern grand. I know we had that episode yep. last week and we talked about yep. getting started, but, but I wanted to end up hearing kind of who won, you know, what went on. And I know you had a little bit of issues on your end, um, you know, so so tell the shooters where we're at with with Arizona yeah. State shoot. So uh, yeah, we did the podcast about Arizona get ready to shoot. Um, I happened to jump out of the bed of Justin's truck like I do all trucks, and and kind of jarred my back a little bit. Didn't think anything of it. Woke up Wednesday morning and and uh, went out to grab my stuff. Got it put in the Can Am and bent down to pick up my shell bag that weighs about you know a pound or two and nothing was really in it kind of twisted my back a little bit weird and went out and didn't think anything of it shot post one shot post two went to post three loss i'm like that kind of hurt got over to post four loss that even hurt worse uh not because my singles average but just you know missing and uh my back and my son tyler was like are you okay and i'm like i'm fine he's like dad you're not fine so long story short, I missed a couple more right off the bat on the second trap. And, and he's like, go sit down. I said, I'm not quitting. I finished it out, run the rest of them. And I thought, well, I'll stretch a little bit, see how it is. Picked up my gun, could hardly hold it up. So I just pulled out and uh, we did some target testing, a white flyer that day. I kind of grinded my teeth through that with Sean Holly shot with us, uh, Bruce Davis, did some testing, Tyler, Wyatt, Justin. We had a bunch of people down there trying these these targets and, and stuff, which will be at a later date. We'll discuss that. But um, I got through that uh, next day, couldn't shoot. So I just decided, you know what? I'm just going to pull out and uh, ended up. I had a previous engagement with a student, supposed to come over on Saturday. But I did lessons every day. So I taught quite a few people. I had Gunnar Sesnick come down, you know, uh, which we had talked about. You know, I did that lesson prior, so we know that on the podcast. But uh, Gunner shot pretty well. Um, you know, I, I did probably another 10 lessons with people. I had a girl by the name of Phoebe, Phoebe Kruger from, or Krieger, excuse me, from shoots over at Redlands, California. She drove over, got her stock fixed, shortened it a little bit. And I think this girl's going to be a, a, a fierce competitor. So um, it was a good time. You know, I got to watch Tyler shoot. Um, got to watch Wyatt, Justin shoot. You know, I felt bad for them that I, 
I left them out. You know, sometimes they were two-man or three-man squad, especially in handicap because Tyler, you know, is not long yardage. But, yeah. So, it was good. Um, I don't know if people saw my post on Facebook. Uh, Jeff Nostrum, Sophie's dad, took Tyler up and let him fly his, his bonanza. Tyler's always kind of thinking about being a pilot and one that was a dream of his. So Jeff Nostrum made that dream come true for, for Tyler. So that kind of made, you know, uh, the uh, trip uh, for me and, and stuff. And so, but to recap, as far as shooters, you know, in-state people, um, David Landwerlin won the singles uh, resident. Um, Sophie Nostrum, she won the doubles. Good and for then her. Alexis, Fernan, uh, a lady shooter. I think she's a lady junior. She won the handicap. And then Kyle Dennis won the HAA. And uh, a friend, Tim Robb, which you know Tim Robb. He's you know been Tim a, real well. Yeah, he's been a fierce competitor around the country, and, and especially in Arizona. He won the HOA resident. And then for non-resident, um, little Wyatt Debris, uh, he broke 200 along with uh, – um, Chase Jabrinsky's dad, and uh, why won the shoot off? Good for so, him. So, uh, he won the singles and he won the HAA, so that's a pretty big win, you know. I mean, why it's only 14, you know, he shot well. Uh, Luke Bauer from New Mexico, junior shooter, he shot lights out, um, pretty well dominated the, the junior category, uh, all week. He won the doubles, and then, um, Johnny Allen which is a sub-junior, um, I think he was on the 19-yard line. He won the handicap. Uh, and then our good friend, old Bruce Davis, he won the HOA by one over Wyatt. And then Wyatt ended up being one over Sean Hawley, but Wyatt had to take sub-junior. So Sean, you know, slid into uh, double-A or runner-up. But I would mention, too, that, you know, our good friend Robert Height, um, he was runner-up. In the non-resident doubles championship, that's awesome. So, and yeah, and, I, Robert, and a lot of people don't know Robert Hyde, I'm sure, but I mean he's he's a national champion, uh, world uh, champion, world, world champion driver, correct? Yeah. Three three time world champion, funny car driver, uh, John Force Racing. You know, Robert's I've been friends with Robert a long time. He's one of Sean Holly's, you know, uh, best friends. Him and Sean shot against each other, you know, for for a long time. So, and it was, it was funny is, um, Robert's wife, Leslie height, her son, Brant was there. He's eight years old. And, uh, and I've known, um, Brant's dad and, uh, you know, for quite some time and, and Leslie for even, even longer. But, uh, it was quite funny as Leslie said, he said, Hey, Hey mom, that's that guy from trap talk. So, you know, like I told him, I laughed and, and I said, now I know how some of these, these famous people feel, you know, but it was quite funny. And Brant was zooming around on his scooter and, and, uh, you know, it, it, it was quite fun to, to see a, a little kid just his. so I told Brant that I was going to mention his name here on our, uh, on our podcast, you know, and, and, uh, so that was a, a good thing to see a little kid. He's starting to shoot, you know, his grandpa brought him down, Doug Ford and, uh, you know, they're a great family. Um, I think this this little kid, once he starts shooting a little bit, will have some uh, some great success, of course, because his mom's a, a great shooter by far. 
you know. Oh, oh for sure. Oh, for sure. I've known him for a long time and uh, yep. just very talented, very great people. And uh, I could, couldn't be happier for Robert to win that. I mean, he deserves it. He works hard at it. And, you know, he's doing all kinds of other high-end competitive stuff. So for trap shooting, yeah. I know yeah. I know he's probably not like working at it as hard as he does racing, you know, but that's his, that's his full-time job. Right. So yep. well, um, yeah. Driving 330 plus miles an hour. I mean, I asked him one time, I said, Robert, how does that feel? And he, you know, just like, and I can imagine it's just like driving down a, a, a alleyway, a tunnel, you know? And I mean, I've been close to 200 miles an hour on a motorcycle back when I was younger and not so smart, but um, you know, it, it is yeah. what it is. So, I'm I'm not I'm not doing that. Us big Italians, we like lots of metal around us. We don't like to be in a position where we're we're facing the street at all. But you know that's great shooting from from everyone. I know Bruce uh, said that he wants to do an episode with us here soon, yep. so we're gonna have him on. And yep. I know we've had Wyatt on in the past. And I remember I, I put a picture up of Wyatt. He had that big Remington R in the back of his head. So I guess I guess it was lucky. I mean it must have it must have worked. You well, got the singles not the all around. I mean that's that's but, good. Let's just say he made a bet with his dad, and it was a loser in the HOA has to get an L carved in the back of their head. So Justin had a little issue here and there, and Justin said, well, the good thing is my hair on the back is so short, you'll never see it. And I said, well, you might have to grow it out a little bit. So Yeah, if anyway, I was him, I'd just shave it all, just go bald for a while, and exactly, just call that, call, that, yeah. call, that, call that good. Tucson threw some good targets. We had some, some windy days. We had some rain one day, pretty good. You know, I was fortunate. I mean, I, you know, I watched him. Sunday was pretty tough. Uh, my son, Tyler, ended up winning junior um, handicap champion non-resident. Good for and him. He was on the first squad out, and he missed three right off the bat. And, and now Tyler shot a lot of sporting clays. And I said, son, just go out there and shoot him like sporting clays. And he ended up missing three out of the next 75, ran the second box. And he's like, dad, I should have done that on the first trap, and I probably would have broke like 97. But uh, the wind laid down as the day went on, and some bigger scores came in. But, you know, Tucson's always a great place to shoot. Uh, I know Florida's. I miss going to Florida. I got calls from several people. Where you at? And I'm like, well, we had to do some target testing, and this is kind of, you know, and because I miss – I got a lot of friends down there in Florida and a lot of old-timers that I don't get to see. But when I go to Florida, you know, so it, – it was, it was a lot of fun for sure. We really liked it, and – and I'm sad to hear about the back issue for you, Rick. I'm sure everybody yeah. was really sad to see you miss a bunch of those events, you know? <laughs> yeah. You were hoping I was in Southern Grand. No, it's it, the funny thing is, and it's not funny, but I've had a, a back issue before and with doing something similar to, I was lifting up something probably I shouldn't have a 400 pound uh, hitch deal. And, and I did it then. And I think it was kind of similar, but, you know, I, I got home and like I said, drove all night. I slept a couple, uh, maybe three or four hours. I guess Justin drove a lot and, uh, you know, kudos to him. I mean, he's a truck driver, but, you know, he was fighting through it and we were both trying to fight through it and got home. We got home safe, but um, ended up on Tuesday morning, my, uh, my art doctor, which is a, more of a muscle guy, chiropractic stuff. Um, he got me in and, and in about 35 minutes, it with some, you know, pressure and bending and twisting. I was like, Oh God. <laughs> and I, I walked out of there and I was like, man, that ain't bad. Drove up to Omaha, jumped on a plane and, and it's actually feeling pretty good, but I'm not doing nothing crazy. Cause 
My next shoot will probably be, I think, Vernal, which okay. is a great shoot. You know, everybody needs to, to come out to the Western Grand once and, and see it, and then you always come back. You know, so I do but, love it. I really think it's one of the funnest shoots in the, in, in the year to go yep. to, you know, they've got great hospi hospitality and Sean runs a great club. They throw a great shoot. I mean, I love it for sure. Oh, but, absolutely. No, but, absolutely. But it was, it, it was a little windy at the dollar this year. I mean, I feel like things were, were pretty well, sprung. I mean, just looking yep. at the scores, um, it was exactly. a little aggressive. I mean, it, it definitely, I've been there many, many times, but this year I just felt like it was like, wow, you really had to push into a target with a lot of effort and a lot of force. Um, Cole Henning ended up winning the high overall. Uh, you know, he's a great shooter, obviously. Oh, uh, and then um, Wyatt Redler won the high all around. Now he had uh, 384 and our, our good friend, Mitchell Loveless tied him, but I think Mitchell had to go back to work. I mean, so he just, he forfeited that shoot off. So he ended up just leaving uh, for it. Um, and then for the doubles, uh, Joe Breck, uh, he had a 98 and, uh, Brady Duran broke 200 and, and won the singles. Uh, there was a shoot off. Uh, Dick Mavis yep, was, was in it and, and it was yep. a, it was a good shoot off, but Brady ended up winning it. And then our other good friend drew Feig, uh, he, he broke a 95 and he's was on the 25 yard line. I think he punched out to the 26 or even the 27 now, but he, uh, he got in a shoot off with a 95, uh, with a couple other, I think one was a 22 yarder and one was a 23 yarder and he ended up winning the shoot off. So he yep. ended up winning the the silver dollar handicap on Sunday. So, um, yeah, was, I, I I saw a lot of that stuff go. So we were three hours apart. So it was funny. Like the guys would go out to shoot. I'm looking. I'm like, man, they're already done shooting the doubles in Florida, <laughs> you know. And I was watching everybody's scores. And and yeah, to 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 go back on your singles over there. I know um, Dick Mavis was in the shoot up. It wasn't. Wasn't Tyler Honnold in that shootoff also? I think so. Also, yes, he was. There's three, three two hundreds. It, it was Tyler. So, I'm pretty sure. So that means with that, then some guy slid into to runner up because they were all category. Who was yeah, that? Yeah, I, I I got lucky. I I, I broke one ninety nine, and then um, Which and then me. It, it was me and Caleb uh, Fisher who actually broke one ninety nines in open men, and we walked up to the shootoff table. And we looked at each other and I said, you know, I'm feeling pretty gamey, but I got this quarter in my pocket. What do you want to do? And he said, he said, let's flip. And I said, okay, I'm going to get you. Flip that thing. He called tails. It was heads. It was game over, you know, before I even, before I even pulled the coin out of my pocket. But <laughs> did he check the coin? No, nah, I didn't let him check the coin. Never <laughs> let him check the coin. Well, and then, you know, like going back on that, on that singles, you know, Dick Mavis, Dick Mavis is from Lincoln, Nebraska. Where I'm at, you know, I I did lessons with his daughter and his his son-in-law Chase. Yeah, um, is a good. And they they were there. Mor Morgan and Chase came down. They yep. all shot. It was their first time at the Silver Dollar, and uh, and they they're they're doing this goal as a squad where they're trying to hit every satellite grand in America, and yep. then after that they want to hit every state shoot. And I think that's kind of a cool goal just to yep. go around and check things out at least one time. And for Drew to win that on his first yeah. one down there, I mean that was pretty impressive. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And that's, you know, looking at it is, you know, with, with them, they were at Vernal last year to shoot the Western. So to go down there and do that and then, you know, Drew win the, the handicap, you know, kudos to him, you know? And so, and then, so Joseph won the doubles, but you were also in that shoot off. I know. And, and I know you had a flight to get out. 
And yeah. it, it is kind of tough sometimes when you're trying. I've been in that situation, you know. Yeah, and, and you know, it, it was my own fault. Um, you know, just recapping it, I broke 98, he broke 98, and I knew we had to go out there, but my flight was at 645 and it was like 515, and they hadn't <laughs> like they hadn't like got us out yet. And so I said, Hey, you know, if I get a referee, can we go shoot right now? And they get us out there and you know, he misses the the first target out in the shoot off. And I'm like, okay, I got this. Like I got, got a 20 to break. And I'm like, if I break this 20, get on the plane, I'll make the flight good to go. And so I get over to like the third of the first post and I, I go dead loss on a pair and it just deflated me because I'm like, I don't have time to go out and shoot another 20 birds. Like I already knew it was either going to be this round or it wasn't going to happen because, you know, I had to make this flight. And so then I went dead lost again on the next pair and he ended up winning you know, 1918. Uh, and he shot really well. I mean, the kid's a good shot for sure. Um, but you know, I got to the airport, me and Zach Bryant, we were flying together. We were rushing and we only had 10 minutes between when we got to our gate and when the plane loaded. So it was oh. like, I didn't have any time, uh, you know, Zach Bryant, there. we were checking in his gun. And one thing that held us up a little bit was he only had one TSA lock. So I had to, I had to sweet talk these TSA people Cause you know, I'm like, man, you only got one lock. And he's like, yeah, they let it through in Lincoln. I'm like, you're not in Lincoln anymore. This is freaking Florida. I mean, they don't care. And so they, they gave him us another lock and like sent us through and it's good to go. Now he sent me a picture today. He's got like 15 locks in a bath. Like he's got, he's got locks everywhere, but, but I'm like, man, this is gonna, this is gonna hold us up a few minutes, but you but know, through it. so these dang accountants, you know, they, I, I, I love that guy. You, you know, I can't say nothing bad about him, but but that, oh, that DB, DB's good. That was definitely funny. And he shot good handicaps all week. I mean, he, he was beating my butt in handicaps all week long. And I'm like, man, yeah. I just, I, I, it was rough. It was a rough time. I know for this. Me. Yeah, I know. I know. And with, with a Craig up also that, you know, he got through me and, and we got him set up and, you know, and, and yeah, I know that Florida, Florida is a fun place to shoot. It, it can be difficult in the handicap. And like I said, I was looking at, at scores and, you know, and, and, harassing you a little bit on the phone after Sunday, you know, when you, uh, you had a little issue and I was sitting in the clubhouse in Tucson, you told me score. I said, we're going to have to go over a little handicap issue on. on yeah. I, think, I, I figured it out, but you know, it's, 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 it's not fun when you place a trophy in every singles and every doubles event and your handicaps are bad enough that you don't even get the overall of the all around, but Hey, it is what it is. You know, it, it's like, you know, years ago, someone used to say that all the time is, you know, good and singles, bad and handicap. Good and handicap, bad and singles. I'm like, I just try to be good in all of them if you can. Sometimes you're the bug, sometimes you're the windshield. But you know, it it is kind of funny. I we've uh, on that note, I will say, you know, um, we've had some people ask some questions about different stuff, and and uh, and I've had a few people, you know, talk about yours and my relationship as far as like, man, you guys harass each other and stuff. You know, that's kind of our personalities, Zach and I. Always needle stuff. I mean, can be even worse than what we do here on, on Trap Talk sometimes, but it's all in fun. Um, Zach's a past student of mine. You know, he left California as a homeschool kid to go to college at Lindenwood. He spent a couple days at my house in Lincoln on the way, you know, and, and I gave him the speech of, you know, go to college. You know, you can screw around, but do your stuff in four years, and then you can screw around, like, or go to college and party like a rock star for four years and then you're going to be working hard for 40 years and zach did very good in in college and uh he even i used to fly over down and help the uh 
the KBS club, the Mulberry Grove Aces. And I used to bring Zach along. And that's kind of how Zach got started in doing some lessons was, you know, he used to help me as a kind of a little uh, a junior instructor, so to speak. Yeah, no, you it, know? Was, it, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and we, you know, and, and back then, and we kind of, myself and Dave Kelly from Northern California, uh, Dave did more molding with Zach on the, uh, you know, beating him around, I think, a little bit, you know, with his dad, Big Daddy, you know, and, and Mama watching over him. But, you know, Zach and I do harass each other, and it's all in fun, and, and uh, you know, I'm always hoping, you know, Zach and I shoot together a lot, so, you know, we're all shooting together. You know, we're hoping everyone in the squad shoots well because we've always said it, you know, if you can be high on the squad, sometimes you might win the event, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, so, I think, you know, just for everyone and listeners to know, I mean, we love joshing with each other, but, <laughs> but I mean, if I'm not going to win, I love it when Ricky wins and I'm sure it's the same way for him to me. Oh. I mean, and it's just, it is what it is. I mean, you, you see your squad perform. I, I always want to lift people up and I want to yep. see them do well. And, you know, that's just what it is. And, uh, you know, and, and I can tell you, I had a rough time in handicap down there in Florida. I finally kind of figured it out Randy Ross was behind me and he's like, Hey man, I think I know where you're at. And I just, I was just lost. And as consistent as you are, when you look at that target, and you're like, man, this is what it needs to be. When you get lost, you kind of need somebody to help you out. And, yeah. and when I got that help, I went boom, 23, 23 on the back and felt really good. And, uh, and tightened it right back up. But, um, it's just one of well, those things where you, 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 you remember you lose when, it and you got to find it again. Yep. Well, you remember when you called and, and you were like, man, I don't, you know, you broke, I think you broke 87 that day. If I remember right. Or 89. I don't remember. Yeah. 89, 87. I mean, yeah. But you were like, man, I don't, you know, and, and you know, Zach Bryant, I think broke 94 that day or 92. And you're yeah. like, I said, well, Zach, you got to, you really, in my opinion, in Florida drive to a target. Yeah. That's and I, I think I, that was yeah. the thing that really helped is I, I was driving, but I mean, really driving is what I needed yep. to do. And I finally figured it out, but yep. you know, to, to shift, to shift gears a little bit, I really want to know about ACUIs. You know, I know oh, you're yeah. down there right now. I know you've got a team yep. down there. Tell yep. the listeners what's going on. And, and so uh, we're down here. Yeah. We're, we're down here at ACUI nationals, uh, ACUI SCTP. Uh, they joined, joined forces. Um, last week was the NCSSAA in Las Vegas. I couldn't make it out there because I had prior commitments with the white flyer deal in, in Tucson. So we came to ACUI CTP this year. Um, you know, last week, shout out to Ford Hayes state. Um, they had a 500 by 500 in their singles out there. Good for them. Um, yeah, which is cool. And I think they, I think they might've been high overall at, out of all the divisions, but they don't think they did that at that deal. But anyways, this week um, we got in, we shot skeet and skeet doubles today. Uh, tomorrow we shoot trap and then trap doubles. And then Friday we shoot, uh, I think it's sporting in the morning and then super sporting in the afternoon or, or vice versa. Um, but yeah, so I brought 10 down uh, today. My high kid was Cody. I, he broke 98 in the skeet. And then uh, Stephen McNeil, which Stephen's a trap shooter. Stephen does not done well on skeet. I mean, he shoots okay, but he ended up breaking um, 97. Good for him. And he broke the last 74. He missed the high one, the second box, and then run him out. And he was like, he was having, so it's cool. I mean, we had, 
I think all in the nineties, uh, mostly in the, in the skeet, you know, the skeet doubles, my kids don't shoot a lot of skeet doubles. Um, so, you know, they struggle a little bit and, uh, targets were good though. Yeah. Everybody down here at San Antonio does a great job as far as the complex. You know, this is one of my fun places to come. I've been down here, I don't know, 80 times or something shooting state shoots, uh, back when they had the, the, the very first. Um, Southwest Grand was here and is actually called the Midwestern Grand still. So I've come down here for years. And, and Royce Graff, who runs the complex, he does a top-notch job with all his employees. Um, you know, they just really take care of the facility. And the National Skeet Association, National Sporting Clays Association is here. So the executive director, uh, Michael Pohanton Jr., um, I did talk to your, uh, your pro staff uh, head of pro staff from your team Remington team federal today, Mike Hampton. We talked hey, to him Mike's the oh, man. Yeah. We, we love him. Yeah. I've known Mike a long time back when he had, uh, you know, brown hair, I think so, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a good, good shoot. I think there's around 800 kids. I was told that are competing. Um, we'll be here till we're flying home Saturday night um, to get back. So I'm looking forward to the shoot. I hope the kids tomorrow's trap. So I'm I'm hoping my uh, my kids can prevail, especially you know Peyton D. Tavernier. Yeah, uh, Peyton's a lady captain. She's also team federal. So, yeah, I mean I know I know you got a pretty good trap team to say the least, and you know you're a pretty good trap coach to say the least. So hopefully hopefully they know how to hit a singles target by now, Ricky. I mean that's my my hope. I- I, you know what? Some nights, I, some days at practice, you know, here a couple weeks ago, Peyton's out shooting practice and it's cold. I mean, it was 25 mile an hour north winds. It was like 12 degrees out. Wind chill was below zero. She goes out and breaks 100 straight in practice. And I'm like, so we have our, our shoot that we host a couple weeks ago. She goes out, first track shoots like three or four. And I'm like, okay. And I'm, we host it. So I'm in doing the scores and everything. So I go outside. Someone said, she missed her. I go outside. She's standing there, and I go, she's like bundled up. Like, what was his name? Ralphie from Christmas Story? Yeah. You're licking the <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, take your gloves off. What is wrong with you? She takes them off. She misses like one out of the next 75. I'm like, like I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even have been out there. No chance in hell. <laughs> so I, I have a question for you, Rick. You, you know, you're, you're a coach, and then you're obviously a shooter. Do you feel like it's more pressure and more stressful to watch your kids shoot now as a coach than it is to shoot your own high-end scores when you're out winning trophies? Or what do you think you feel more jive from when you're when you're in the zone? Well, I I will say that um, when I teach, it's a little different. Like when I do a lot of private lessons, it's a little different than the college teaching and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I know these kids can shoot. Um, I, I think sometimes I'm like, I'm more cranked up than they are a little bit because I shoot all the disciplines. So sometimes they'll miss a target. I'm like, like in sporting, I'm like, why'd they miss that target? And then I got to think back, oh, well, they don't, they don't shoot as much sporting as I do, or, or they're not understanding the leads yeah. you know, on the targets and stuff. So, but it is, it, it's, yeah. I mean, when I go out and shoot, it's in a different world because it's what I do. Um, but when I'm here with the kids, I want them to have a good time. Um, it's not always about shooting, you know, it's about 
some life stuff. And some people go, ah, well, you know, I like to see these kids. You know, if anybody has any questions on stuff with my kids, I'm like, ask. No matter what. It could be shooting related. It don't have yeah. to be shooting related. You need help in anything? You know, let me know. But, like, one of my girls, uh, Jess Himmelberg, Jess is just a trap shooter. She struggled with skeet off and on today in the skeet doubles. I'll give a shout out to her. She ran the last 26. Boom. He's like, it was just clicking. She goes, I wish I could have just started from there. So ready to go, baby. It, it's cool to see that. That's what this is about. And, you know, it's, they'll, they'll look back on this. It's you know, great when you can see someone figure something out for the first time. I mean, you know, especially yep. I started just as a trap shooter. And then when I started learning those other games, it's just like, wow, when, when you ran your first box of skeet, it was like, oh, my God, this was, you know, the coolest thing ever. Like you invented fire. Right. And, and it's just it's just different. But, um, you know, it's great what you're doing with that program. And it's great to see the youth uh, sports grow. I guess, Ricky, for our younger listeners, you know, what do you think is the direction of, of collegiate shooting, you know, for them to get scholarships, for them to do what they need to do? I mean, do you feel like they need to be more specialized in one game, like trap, or do you think they need to try it all? Or what What would you give the young people as advice so that they can get the most out of their college experience and the most out of finding a university or a college? Well, what, what I would say is, First, go try if you haven't shot trap or you haven't, I'm, most people have, but if you haven't shot trap or you haven't shot ski, you haven't shot sporting, if you're just one disciplined person, go shoot the other games so you have a little experience with it to get into college so you're not just like a newbie and green at it. I mean, when I first started this program, I had a, all trap shooters and I had a couple of them that had never shot skeet, you know, or shot it little. And I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And I've had someone go on, they break 100 straights in Skeeter. They shoot high 90s in, in sporting. But what you want to do is get out, shoot the other disciplines, you know, um, ask questions, go to some shoots, compete in it, just have fun. I mean, it, it, that'll help you getting into college where the coach goes, as far as the recruiting process, hey, have you shot this game? And you're like, absolutely. And that, you know, versus no. Then some coaches go, eh. Now, for me, I go, okay, you never shot it? No problem. I'll get you breaking 25s. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll work with it. So Yeah, I, I, and and you think from a scholarship standpoint, academics are more important, shooting's more important, a little bit of both, or what What? what are you seeing well, being someone that's is, in the, that business? This is my opinion, and my opinion only, because everybody's got an opinion. I've been a trap shooter for 35 years, and then the last – 20 some years I've shot sporting and ski. So I shoot all clay targets. I will say this. Um, I believe academics, you need an education, whether it be, you know, four year school, a two year school, a trade school, whatever it is, you can always shoot. You know, I've got friends, you know, we got a good friends, you know, Jerry Williams, you know, Jerry's a very successful, you know, businessman. He, had the company Potsky Bait. Jerry's one of my squad mates, you know. Um, you know, so sometimes to be successful in certain things, you might need an education, you might not. But majority of the time, the education, in my opinion, should succeed the shooting because shooting you can always do. 
Now, getting into college shooting will help you get a scholarship and help pay, you know, for part of that that schooling. So I think it's great, but I, I lean more on the education um, because I think in today's society, I mean, you need a degree to, you know, do about anything or the trade schools. I mean, I got my yeah. oldest son, 22. He's a welder and he loves it and he makes good money. So, well, and, and, and as a financial guy, I mean, I deal with people all the time and I'm telling you right now, the lack of tradespeople in this country, it's, it's crazy. I mean, you need, yeah. we need welders, we need plumbers, we need carpenters, we need electricians, we need all of that. And if there's people that want to do it, I mean, that's what this country was built out of. So I think that's a great, great thing. And I think your message is lead with the GPA and then shooting's got to follow with it. You've got to, exactly. you got to have both to get the, the highest amount of dollars yep. because I mean, I was homeschooled and I didn't really have an established GPA. Thankfully I was able to shoot pretty good if they, you know, allowed me the opportunity to go in there. But, but, yep. um, but once I got to school, I took it very seriously. And that was my thing was I wanted to have that high GPA then. And I was able to do that, um, you know, throughout the four years of my master's degree. So um, you know, and I appreciate Lindenwood for giving me that opportunity and, and, and believing that, that I could do it, you know, and sometimes you, you take a chance on people and it works out well. Um, but, but I think that collegiate shooting, I mean, I know you said Las Vegas, Vegas was last week and then ACUI was this week. Is there a lot of difference between the two tournaments or, I mean, cause they're both yeah. national championships, correct? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're both national championships. Now, the difference between the NCSSAA is, from my understanding, because we didn't go, they shot like one event a day, and then the sporting clays, they split up. They shot like 50 one day and then 50 the next. Super sporting was the same way. So everybody was shooting on the same days versus here, you can shoot ski, trap, or sporting clays any days you want. You just sign up. So I see. is that fair or not? I mean, I come down here and shoot the National Sporting Clays Championship where you might draw one layout one day, and then the, the next day your buddies are shooting that layout and the wind's changed and it's all that. So it's kind of – everybody's got an opinion on it. To me, I, I, it, it's whatever. And I know, like, next year I've heard – this is just rumor. I don't know for sure. But I've heard that the NCS, uh, NCSSAA is moving. They're going to do, like, a rotating shoot to another location that's, you know, determined. I don't, I don't know to be determined. So um, I haven't heard yet, but uh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm more focused this week on the ECYs and then, you know, getting back home to the family and seeing them for a few days Then my wife's got to travel for work. And, and I've got clinics, the high school shooting in Nebraska is uh, on the grind right now. So I've got to get in and I got a bunch of students back home that are like, Coach, I need help. Yeah. So I've been doing some lessons over the phone and just some little pick me ups through text messages. And so, you know, like I said, it's it's great. I, I love doing this sport. I love coaching. I love shooting. Um, you know, this podcast has really taken off and and especially like I said, you know, seeing a little kid out there, Brant, you know, coming up and, and it, it was kind of cool. And and for all the listeners out there, if you guys have any questions at all send them into us you know um zach and i might be able to do a a live episode possibly at the uh maybe at the grand or something 
or send the questions in and we can ant we can like hey you know uh jerry williams from scottsdale arizona ask this yeah you know, or you know we're, something we're yeah. always willing to help absolutely we're That's always we willing to help this. and the, the, the purpose of this i mean me and ricky have talked about it is we want to give back to the shooting community as much as possible because when I started, I mean, it was only a few shooters that would help me. You know, the Ricky Marshalls, the Dave Kellys of the world. But it was individuals, right? I want to have this available for everyone across the country to be able to go in and pick the brains of the greatest that, that are in the country, you know, either in the past or in now. And I think uh, that's just going to lift the sport up and it's going to help. It's going to help the sport in general. And that's what our purpose is. And that's what our mission is here. So. Um, you know, yep. I appreciate, appreciate everyone for listening. Uh, we've got some really great, really great shooters coming up. Um, you know, I, like I said, Nora Ross wants to do an episode with us. We've mentioned yeah. some other people, um, that, that really want to be a part of it. And I think, you know, next week we're going to shoot a lot of good content. So, uh, be on the lookout for who's coming up next. We're on the road these, for these two weeks. So kind of special, what we want to do is just tell you what's yep. going on. And, uh, and keep you guys involved because we want to make sure you had something good. But um, is there anything you want to add, Rick? Is there anything about AC Rise that we're missing? I don't think so. I mean, I'll, I'll give everybody kind of a, uh, a rundown on the on the next episode and maybe kind of who won or how things went, if there's any, you know, good stuff coming of it. But, you know, Zach and I are going to be doing a bunch of episodes coming up, like you said. Uh, we're both going to be traveling, you know, a little bit, quite a bit this summer. You know, to shoot, so I'll be out on the East Coast. I, I go out to New Jersey coming up to teach a lesson, and the Craigoff has a a youth shoot that they sponsor at Pine Valley in New Jersey. Um, so any any teams wanting to show up to Pine Valley, and I think it's April twenty third, maybe is the shoot or twenty fourth. I can't remember the exact date. Um, I know there's uh, you can look on. Uh, I think the I think Craigoff posted something on there their Facebook page or Instagram about it. But uh, yeah, we're going to, we're going to go over some shoots kind of where we're heading. I think on the next episode, we'll, we'll talk a little bit uh, beforehand on kind of the shoots where Zach and I are headed to. And if anybody's got any questions, like I said, reach out to us, you know, for sure. For sure. Well, I, 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 I'm glad we were able to do this. I know you're really busy down there, so I appreciate you making the time, uh, you know, and we want to obviously thank our show sponsors. We've got Remington, we've got Winnig, we've got RM Shooting Clinics, and we've got Shot Tracker. So, you know, thank you for having those great products and supporting the show. And uh, we're going to definitely be here again next Friday with another great episode. So we appreciate everyone listening today. Yep, absolutely. See you, Ricky. Have a good night. See you, Zach.